Why not use Discord? It's got oh. different rules if you have a pro account or not. But when it's only two people, you have unlimited and you have all the access to the same shit. It's when you bring in a third person or more that it can get funny sometimes. So we'll yeah, see what the fuck happens, man. Huh? Jumped on. We could have done this on Discord. We're already in Zoom. Oof. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of AM. I am. It's 4.40. I am 12 and a half hours into today. Nice. Oh. What time did you start? I'm not going to do the math. You I woke up me. at 3 a.m. and I started recording. I live at 4:10. Jesus Christ! You've been playing Pokemon since. Four. No, I did Hard Foul Radio from oh, 4:10 uh, to about 5:35:40, edited, and then I jumped on Twitch at I want to say 8:20. So, okay. Um, been a fun day. Um, mm-hmm. we have the normal people you guys are used to. I don't know why he shifted himself to the bottom somehow. I don't know how I pulled that off, but props to you. Normal uh, people. We have norm- You and I are normal people as far as this uh, podcast goes. Not I, normal in any other regard. I thought you were referring to me as a plural. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt and I are here, but we got a guest today. Now, you've heard yeah. us talk about him before. Oh, no. Wait, what? <laughs> When we, reference people, when we reference people with poor taste we usually reference this man um i'm sorry you know all of you just like get on me for having you know like a standard to be held to and we're gonna we're gonna get into my that. fault we're gonna get into that so you guys are garbage our, our friend jake is joining us here today for Who's a very that? special episode of a jake say hi to the people first hello, hello people so Jake's on a beach somewhere. Yeah. We, Jake, Jake's rich. He's got vacation money. We just hit him up and said, yo, we can record. He's like, well, I'm on my second vacation on my third yeah. personal island, but, you know, I'll make some time for y'all. You know he's on an island because he has a headset and a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Yeah, it, it only makes sense. Or else would he be? Yeah, yeah. People dress up like that to sit in the room? Um. <laughs> so. What, you Jake, think I'd wear this in public? No. <laughs> We're going to get into the Dude, chapter. How are we going to get into this chapter? I don't know. First, before we get into the chapter, we have to give Jake some room to explain himself. Oh, no. Jake, explain to the people why you actually hate One Piece. What? <laughs> I thought no, it was going to be like, give us your, give us a hot take on why Naruto is the worst fucking. We've, we've done that, though. That's yeah. not, we've, we've done that. That's not a hot take. Uh, it's no, I want to hear Jake's. <laughs> I, I, I can't say anything about naruto that you haven't already said matt <laughs> like i know we, should, we have the same opinion there it's child <laughs> it is childhood fondliness if i'm saying that correctly i'm probably not but it is as fond a childhood memory as possible just don't read it above the age of 14 that can't survive. be said about bleach it's it's a lot worse a lot sooner i can't say shit about bleach everything's bad <laughs> everything and it's coming back oh i can't wait to watch it it's good up until it's it's so good until uh the second act yeah until yeah um the eyes and reveal yeah and everything after just yeah well it's when they did the same arc again yeah that was that that was that was a real just like oh okay i mean that's all we got dress rose i like that um Dirty fucking hey, hey, okay, all right. You want me you want you want to hear me shit on one piece? Every single arc in one piece is like the same. 
And that's what makes it wonderful. <laughs> so I did. So it's wonderful, but I disagree with it's all the same. I do also kind of disagree. Except with, like a couple. They <laughs> they also like all have o- different o- o- themes, like, I would they, say. They have I would like argue themes. They have different like uh, And he like writes them. I was going to say he uh, like writes them a little bit different too. So like Water 7 is definitely a mystery in the beginning of like what's going on. But uh, Thriller Bark's definitely a horror because yeah no like there's you know, somewhere he like he tries it out differently and uh, um but, but like i think that's like from learning like yeah. from writing more because like the like going with time like i mean he's been doing it for 25 years yeah something like that wano's definitely but, based off of like kabuki theater yeah i mean it's the love letter to japan oh, it's such a good love letter to japan it's, oh my it, god Oh, okay. You want to know what? I'll, I'll start on a criticism for not this chapter, but the previous chapter. Go and for it, I think tying and this is this will like it's it was just a big sore spot reading it because I was like th- these two should have been like separate chapters right away. Uh, I see. Um, what you're okay. Oh, I know where you're gonna go. The conversation with Yori. The, and, uh, yeah, Orochi. the the Kazuki Orochi reveal and or well and his subsequent death. Um, that, no one dies that, in one that, piece, that, dog. I don't know. Maybe that that one time, this one time. Dog, <laughs> hell Pedro, Pedro's dead. Yeah, Pedro's Stop. definitely dead. Oh yeah, his pieces. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, he kind of got he uh, took out some fool's arm. But that's the name the story that I had to offer. I named it no, Pell. For, for the buildup of Wano. It, <laughs> it definitely needed to be that that needed to be its own chapter. Like that, and it needed to happen before the gum gum reveal. Because the gun gun reveal was always going to steal the spotlight from the rest of everything else going yeah. on. A thousand percent. But I do, I will argue. I so I think in, and I dislike that, or when we talked about it uh, last week, is I said, yeah, I, I, I had to go back and reread it because the first time reading the chapter, I skimmed the fuck through it. Yeah. I just didn't in, care about it at the time. And but, it's, yeah, no, that's, I completely agree. Cause you, you just like, you're hyped for the reveal and then, it's not not because anything going on with Kazuki is bad. It's it's because like this is go- had a much longer buildup. So, no, absolutely. But I do think to in Oda's defense, in uh, we we give a Matt and I will talk about a lot sometimes. Like you know, things come off very differently in a week to week basis versus in a volume basis. Oh, and I agree completely. Oda, I definitely think wants to stress as he starts tying up these things in Wano that this is all happening simultaneously, which is why, yes, it sucks in the middle of that chapter, but because you know once this reveal's made and the the uh, essentially, if you want to call it the finishing or the completion of the Odin storyline, um, those two things need to happen simultaneously because the roof is about to explode because we know of what's currently going on. So I think yeah. in terms of the whole story, it sucks in a week-to-week basis, a thousand percent. It's like five pages of, I don't care right now, moving on. But in a sense of a volume or the complete story, it's a lot more in line with what Oda's always done, which is he is great at putting time context on a lot of this stuff. We're just going to ignore the time limit he gave Onigashima like a hundred chapters ago. You know, I, I think, think he's also like really aware of the anime and how the anime paces things yeah and so i i don't think he writes per se for the anime 
but I do think that he crams so much stuff into his chapters. He, so he knows they, the anime can pull things out too. Yeah. Or draw, draw things out, I mean. Yeah. Especially since they got delayed. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, my God. Speak, That's the speaking best. of delayed. That is the best thing that has ever happened to One Piece. Oh, did it? It got, yeah. just totally got hacked. I don't, I don't watch the the neither do i i anime. like good anime yeah no to- toei got hacked so they pushed everything back they got hacked they got yeah hacked. so they have a bunch of corrupted files and so they however many episodes they had they basically had to go through everything and make sure like it wasn't at a random 1347 an episode a giant dick just appeared on the fucking screen <laughs> like or viva russia <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> so they got hacked um and so they had to put a lot of stuff on the back burner and Toei just essentially like lit on flames overnight. But yeah. they claim nothing was stolen. Just a lot of shit was corrupted. So it looked like a essentially just a hack. To oh, is that Toei. how you knew about the, the song? You knew about the song. The theme? The Awakening theme? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That there was, was a that um, part of the, the hack. So there's literally a track called Luffy's Awakening and... um. Yeah, it's like awakened Luffy fight or some shit like that. Uh, so yeah, those I are will, those are I'm like whatever. I want to fully fess up that everyone and myself included, and uh, Matt too, because I got got caught on to his hype train about uh, what's her name's fruit being the secret power that they were talking about. Oda dropped so many hints that it was going to be Luffy, uh, being that reveal. So many hints. So many, about, and like in retrospect, I feel really fucking stupid for ever thinking it would be anything else. But, but he dropped but, hints but on it's a lot also of stuff, part of the though. problem of being about week to week basis. So because you you read those hints and then like it's two months later and you don't connect the dots anymore. Yeah, I unfortunately feel that way with Jujutsu Kaisen. I love reading it. The YouTube Jujutsu fight, Kaisen has like so shit. many details that you would not realize because. There's a lot more character-driven um, writing at play than Shonen ever has. Yeah. So that that's why it's a lot. Um, I think it's much different from like One Piece in that way because like the the mannerisms and like little um, nods are like what makes up the details. Whereas like all the details in One Piece are pretty upfront. It's just like everything's so long, you just kind of forget about it over time unless you're like taking notes. Like some people do. So. Yeah. No, that's Jake, fair. you gave, I think you gave probably, I think, one of the most interesting critiques of One Piece. And it's, I mean, interesting in like, you know, a retrospect kind of deal. But like, One Piece, uh, One Piece, and it, I think it works I'm the same. People, what people said the about. same thing about like, uh, it was the critique of the Snyder cut for the Justice League that came out and it was like if i was given four hours i could make a good movie too is was the critique of the yeah. and i think <laughs> one piece kind of falls into a similar bubble of like hey you give me two thousand chapters yeah i could probably write a good fucking story too now but i i push back on keep, that a lot you'll, to keep you'll it never... interesting though to keep it interesting the way one piece does though one piece did it right i i i think the difference between the One Piece anime and the Pokemon anime is that One Piece keeps things vague versus the Pokemon anime, which 
is I'm, meant to advertise video games. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, it's not even meant to advertise video games. It's meant to advertise, like, merchandise, yeah. first and foremost. But, like, I mean, it's a continuous story, too, so that, that's a whole different piece. But it might end. Yeah, with, ending, one, one piece... Too. I, w- I was thinking about this recently is that you're never going to get anything like this in Shonen Jump ever again never. because no author is going to ever want to do themselves ever. Yeah. And like, um, you and see it keep with my hero for you guys. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the most recent chapter, like that had little sketch work and what would have been like a f- fantastic panel um, in the last page um, with a, uh, what's his name? We I'm talking my hero, up, but yeah. Oh yeah, Justin's not caught up, but yeah. Oh okay, I, I, I know say. what you mean. Yeah, so like, I mean, and it, that was a great panel, and one of the better things that's happened in um, my hero in a while. But like the, the fact that like, we're seeing that like literal unfinished work and like some of these like very big chapters right towards the end is like very like it sucks. No, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so that's and, who we've. And it's the reality of Shonen Jump in the manga industry in general is that you're not going to, um, and I think what the biggest thing is, like, you, you guys know of Berserk at least, right? I, I don't yes. think you've read it, yeah. but you know of it. I'm like, aware Kintar- of the first chapter and I was like, mortified and Miura, I left. <laughs> uh, Kintaro Miura, um, he was like in his early 50s, 52, 53. Oh, he passed away last year, correct? Um, yeah, and he he had like a heart murmur or something and it was basically not something anyone his age should get. It was exclusively due to like overwork. Oh yeah. And, and you can look at it um, throughout the industry where it's like all um, just so many authors are going to like not finish or not complete work properly. Um, Oh, there's another famous example off the top of my head, which is never going to be finished at, current rate um, hunter, hunter, hunter. Hunter. oh yeah i mean thanks, that's, thanks justin that's probably the um the most famous um but i mean at least he finished a series um so like he has he has um i'm blanking on everything right now he has a yu hakusho under his belt yeah he gets to play uh oh. dragon quest every time a game comes out he's i mean Oh, yeah. It's uh, like, and I, I think he'll get around to doing chapters. It's just like it's purely at his leisure. Um, but I think the one that stings the most for me um, is a Sonin called uh, Vagabond. Um, and oh yeah, um, it's by uh, Takahiko Inui. And um, if you're not yeah, familiar, he's the same author as Slam Dunk. If you know that, mm-hmm. the basketball manga. So like, Slam Dunk was fucking huge, and um in the 90s and it vagabond is this like uh uh huge uh epic about uh miyamoto musashi the um, famous samurai and um it's just it stopped it's not it's not gonna ever end it's building up to this fantastic duel against another famous samurai and it's never gonna get there because the author was just like i can't do it anymore um I'm over it. I'm done. I'm overworked. <laughs> I mean, he's doing like little fashion shows now, like living wow. uh, um, the dream. Like, and yeah. why why should he do that if it's like when the stress is too much and like you're you're literally watching colleagues die? 
yeah it's, you know it's the the industry is definitely never going to be the same and you're never going to see something like one piece and naruto happen again because it's it's not, it's, it's not sustainable first of all unless they they implement from the get-go um oda's current schedule and the fact they haven't already shows that jumps already years behind and they're yeah. not recognizing the problem yeah um, I, I, I think i think me i think uh mira's death should have been a much bigger wake-up call than it um has been um to the industry and it's unfortunate it hasn't been because i mean look look at what what exhaustion has done to my hero academia um mm-hmm. it's just it i think there's definitely been a most people could like agree that the quality and the writing and the the chapters just hasn't been the same for a while well i think um, it's like a really like but it's I, also it's also a testament to oda like that he's still doing this and hasn't you know put his head through a wall yet yeah i think well i mean he everything post time skip was very for one piece at least i think that was when his schedule started to change because he had written this like 500 chapter epic and that was when i think i started noticing like three chapters of maybe not i don't know i feel like i'm oda's i think just in a place where he can like do whatever he wants i don't think there's an editor at shonen jump that could tell him otherwise because when you have the amount of sales yeah oda does like like one piece is what oda is or uh one piece is the second highest grossing comic book of all time behind like superman (laughs) you know um it'll probably oversell it at some point soon i I wouldn't i agree surprise i i i I, i'm actually surprised it hasn't already if that's true and it just passed batman oh really yeah. that was that was a big thing it's like 500 million copies so give it a sold year. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. 500 million copies were sold worldwide was the was the thing but like you see it like i i attribute naruto's kind of like end to burnout no, like, like I, I think i think regardless of like what people were like oh like you can he was like, I want to end at 700. But like, he oh, didn't, he didn't need to. You know what that's I mean? Not, that's not just burnout. It's also like, um, that's an editor was was not doing him justice at that point because like, uh, like Oda, Oda, I think probably has uh, enough control. And like at this point, like he's willing to go this distance. So it's okay for him to give him like some leg room but mm-hmm. when you when you see like authors like uh my heroes and naruto's like clearly having bad times with um burnout like the editors need to step in and be like look where can we cut it and then and like that comes back to like the whole snyder cut thing it's like mm-hmm. well can like do we need this like homage to like some random characters we haven't seen in 500 chapters no no we don't we can we can cut that it might feel nice right now we can do that in the anime maybe but like come like think about like the long-term health of what's gonna help your author and shonen jump is just totally not present at all when it comes to editorial and when they are it's very much like heavy-handed it's 
like well, with like the, what the, you said the initial with, like, yeah the samurai initial and my hero academia are like kind of following that yeah and it's like the like the initial structure like shonen jump is like you have to do it like this and then like once it gets successful enough they're just like all right you do you and then they like <laughs> they're like okay yeah. we're making our money now and i i think that's why it's um you, they definitely need to implement not only oda's schedule but like more um not like better editorial shit but like more sensible editors that are like into that actually just give a shit about the health of the authors primarily mm-hmm. like like because let's be real like i mean they're they're living their jobs so if you're gonna and we, um we know the editors are already ha- like half babysitters for these people anyway so you might as well at least have them you know actually take an active role in keeping um their physical health in mind because yeah. what, what is it uh bakuman have you guys read that from the death note author no uh, i'm not a big death um, note guy so it's great it's a um death death note authors i should say um so it's great because it's about um two friends that uh become uh mangakas together they start like writing comedies and stuff and um it's very lighthearted, complete opposite of death note um like the the main character the premise is the main character um is an artist and his friend is going to be like the author and um he meets a, the artist like meets a girl and he tells her i'm gonna marry you um when i make a manga that's so successful it becomes an anime and um you get to be the um voice actor for the main character and so it's it's very it's very charming it's very sweet and it's um like some insight into the industry so mm-hmm. which is like very refreshing yeah. um hey. And they, they talk and there's like um, a running gag character who's this dude who's like so successful but he wants to kill himself all the fucking time. <laughs> and it's and it's like you know that's not like far from reality. Like he he hates his work and he's only doing it because his editors like string him along, They're, like manipulating him. <laughs> and that's um, um like you know like a bunch of the authors that like read this were probably just like oh. I feel that here. <laughs> the, uh, one of the like big things I think sucks for a lot of, and Oda I think does have a lot more leeway than I think 99.9% of people that work at Shonen Jump. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the big problems with everybody that's not Oda is I think everybody else gets kind of put into this box of like Toriyama got worked to death essentially. And then yeah. said, I, I give up. And they're like, we still have the rights. Fuck, you want something? So he drew Kid Goku and said, go have GT again. And then 20 years later, they're like, he's like, I just want, I don't want to do this anymore. Fuck you, draw Dragon Ball Super. And even he has some more leeway now, because once again, when you're dealing with Toriyama, when you're dealing with Oda, you're dealing with arguably the two most successful franchises to come out of there. And so Toriyama now is like well I'm going to like essentially draw like half the pages or a quarter of the pages like he'll draw important scenes but he has somebody else to draw like if for example like if Goku's flying around or doing something like that's drawn by somebody else that's no longer drawn by him if it's a really memorable scene yeah I'm sure he's just doing I I would be very surprised if he's not just doing storyboarding at this point he and to, I know he's got some. He had originally had some kind of deal like that when Super first came back, where he drew 
The only condition he ever had, and it was the same for GT, is I will give you the what they should look like. So I will give you the first drawings of what Goku looks at this time, Trunks looks at this time, Vegeta, Bulma, Pan, all that shit. After that, go fucking nuts. This is just what they look like as from the author. And then he started doing that. He start, But he started to draw more, I know, as the super manga started to sell better than I think was expected. Um, but the, the main point I'm trying to go with that is like, Shonen Jump has had, and I think Oda learned a lot from him, which is why I think we get like three chapters a month routinely, is because he's like, well, I saw them literally put Toriyama basically in the ground for writing the most successful show. So I'm not going to do that. I've also seen my own friend. He's very adamant, like we shit on Bleach and Naruto, but he is very big friends with, uh, I don't know the Bleach off the name off the top of my head. Um, do you guys know the author for Bleach? Kubo? Uh, Kubo? Uh, Tight Kubo. Yeah, like yeah. Oda's very good I friends with Kubo. He's very good friends it. with Kishimoto. And he saw both of them. He's like, well, I saw my friends get burned out. I saw this guy we all looked up to get burned out. Fuck you. I don't want to be that burned out. But because it's worked with Dragon Ball, I think everybody else that's not One Piece is kind of just put into this space of, well, he did it. See how successful this is? So you better fucking do it. It's, you know, we've all worked jobs where it's literally your manager basically says, well, it worked this way for the last guy and it's going to work this way for you. And it's like, that's not how this works, especially when it's guys yeah. who are putting, and it's not even jokingly like 60, 70, 80 hours a week into this. Cause it's not just a, Oh, quote it's unquote. less than that. <laughs> you think, you think they're putting in less than 60 hours a week or sorry, more than that. More, more oh. than that. That's what I meant to say. Bakuman did like a, they actually like talk about the schedule at one point and it's like, uh, the insight is um, upsetting, <laughs> to say the least. No, yeah, it's in- it's insane the amount yeah. of time they have to do because it's not just your quote unquote nine to five on the job. It's then like your Oda literally walks around and Luffy is attached to him at the hip. Yeah. Every- the amount of information and thinking that requires even quote unquote off the clock. And I know these guys, the quote unquote, the compensation return is, well, you get paid a salary, whatever they pay you, plus you get your royalties. Now that works out, however many copies sell, you also get a check at the end of the month. But it's, you're still killing yourself to write a story, which is the situation most of these guys have found themselves in. Um, but yeah, that is the, we, we had an episode probably like four or five months back where we just took about two hours of just shit on Shonen Jump. It was a very uh, man, you should have invited me to that one. <laughs> there's that you can shit on shitting on showing a jump is just the it's kind of like some people do stuff and you're like, man, I wish I was there to shit on them, but then you realize, oh, they're gonna do something else, so I'll have plenty of opportunities. Because showing a jump's not changing their tactics, they've been no. very stick in the ground, like that's that's this the worst works, part. Like this works, we still make money, they make money, and a story. And it's like, I mean, you could change around a little bit, like. You could not kill your employees. That's a thing. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. I, I think it's also like, I think there's also like an arrogance with it too, because you go, oh, like. Oh, we can go live now. I just realized that. Keep talking. Uh, I just realized I did the upgraded thing. I can go live now. Keep going. Uh, Shonen Jump, like, think of all the famous animes and you're like, it's all Shonen. It's all Shonen. Oh, Jump. absolutely. They you own the market. You, like, Attack on Titan is as violent as it is, is still technically a monthly shonen. Do you feel fucked by that, by the way? Oh, about getting a part three? Yeah. Oh, much more is, excited. Is Attack on Titan Shuisha? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're the very, very violent shonen. They push the edge of what shonen puts out, but that, yeah. Oh, I mean, you should. You haven't read Chainsaw JJK. Man. Oh, and Chainsaw Man too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so excited. Oh man, you're gonna have to watch it. Chainsaw uh, Man is wonderful. You're um, excited about it going to 2023? No, I'm not excited about that. I'm excited I didn't because there was rumors that Icon Titan was gonna get a movie to sum everything up, and. I was like, could you not do that? No, the movie idea, I think, was like, I understood it from a sense of like. No, never, have... never, ever, ever end something with a movie. No, I, I it didn't work that for Firefly. It doesn't work. I, I get <laughs> I get that from the story perspective. It, it's but whatever you're dealing like a... with, Jake, how far along are you in Attack on Titan before I say this? Um, I do not consume Attack on Titan because okay. I'm bitter because I told everyone to watch it and nobody did. And then you all started, or I told everyone to read it and no one read it. And then yeah. everyone started watching it. So I hate you all. I know best. <laughs> I'm I started watching curve. it like two years ago. Get on my right. level. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I watched it. I watched Watch the, Chainsaw Man when it comes out. You're welcome ahead of time. I watched <laughs> uh, the first season of Attack on Titan, waited five years to get a season two because I was like, the animation is too cool for me to like have this spoiled and how long what, maybe I get a season two and then I never got a season two for half a decade. Uh, Did it really take that long? That's hilarious. Well, yeah, the first season went all the way up to the most recent or it went all the way up to what whatever they had. They just made the first season and then like sat on it for five years and then season two came out and it was 12 episodes versus a 24 and and then it was like a year later and then it it turned that's when they started doing season three part one season three part two season four part one two and three i i think that's a something else is like anime seasons are not nearly as long as they used to be because one these studios have more workload in general because they're doing multiple shows they're doing multiple series so you can't sleep yeah for (laughs) real um and i think that's that's affecting the market clearly and there's there's a much bigger demand so clearly more is going on but also um fans don't have the patience for filler shit anymore and you can like instantly spot it when it's filler like like even like if you're like only watch the anime, like people can catch on quickly. Like, why does this episode suck so much? And that's all it takes for somebody to stop watching. They have a third of content to go available to them. Yeah. So like a My Hero um, Academia episode where they literally cut away to make a setup for a movie, and uh, then like cut back to the action. I mean, I or, saw Luffy walk into the Coliseum for the entirety of the episode. He started the episode walking. He ended the motherfucking episode walking in. And I'm like, so, damn, nigga, how long that take? I remember Dressrosa. So where I stopped long. watching. I stopped watching Dressrosa uh, around the time that they did half a chapter for an entire episode. And then they blew their load on one episode. Because they and blew the, their load on the Big Mom episode. And it was like, excuse me? Because I think Big Mom, Sabo, and the fruit popped off in like one episode, and it was like, damn. And then yeah, when you when you when you have when you go, oh, I'm gonna put six pages into a thirty minute episode. See, that's that's a great reason why I'm happy I don't watch the anime for all these shows because like here Academia, 
the I know the whole last season was just that the team A versus or class A versus class B arc. Yeah, and that arc's a slog. And it's to, a like, cool wait a year, arc, but like that's also kind of like, cool, but it's a slog because like it does nothing. It doesn't and go anywhere. Yeah, it's a waste of time. And another um, critique on uh, Shonen Jump editorial, but um, like you, you gotta wait a year after now to see that. No, fuck that. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you like show canceled. Like like Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul was bonkers in the manga industry, but the anime like was a yes. nightmare mess. Oh yeah, uh, same with Promise Neverland. I don't know what the fuck happened with season two of that. Uh, it season one was great, and then season two they chop out. They go, we're gonna skip all of these arcs and go right to the ending. And so they chop out probably about a hundred chapters. And then, yeah, and that was, and they were like, okay, it's done. And I'm like, what was the fucking point (laughs) of doing a season two? And that's (laughs) just don't, just don't do it. (laughs) And that's like such a great example of how far behind Jump is because they're, they're still doing everything as they were, not realizing like, it's a completely different market in 2022. Like you need to like oh, and get better right at this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I and think- you have competition. You have every single uh, self-insert anime Studio that there is. Studio is fire. <laughs> where it's like, oh, I've been living in a video game now. That's uber popular now. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, well, Isekai, that's the name of the genre. Like I, I can't fathom it, but that's that's where it is <laughs> sword art online um like Dog, this... don't ever bring that show up on here that that's i'm gonna figure out how to get like a muted or like a cursed word and it's gonna sword just art... be sword art online sword don't art online was so interesting to me because it was such an interesting concept it's dot hack but 10 years later exactly <laughs> it was so interesting and then it went full garbage and then they were like well what if we just like the first half of the show is super interesting. It takes place in Sword Art Online, and then the second half takes place in Fairy Fuckland. <laughs> and uh, they were like, and everyone was like, "This is dumb." And they were like, "We agree. What if we just did a show about the first half of Sword Art Online?" And I was like, "Oh, you mean like what the name implies?" Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You I'm should. So glad just, I you should just do that. And then they did, and now it's like, okay, from what I've heard. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's um, it's sort of online. It's just it, we're not gonna talk about it on here. That's a cursed word here, and I'm just gonna find out how to make that a bleep every time someone says it. Well, that's just because you're homophobic, right? So, <laughs> wait. So now we've shown Shonen Jump. Wait, so wait, hold on. Should we talk about the chapter? <laughs> that's what we're gonna go. We're gonna go to. So you shit on Shonen Jump enough. Um, we and Jake has more critiques throughout the episode. Don't worry, Jake has some. Jake has some good critiques for y'all. Um. I'm going to start off with my actual, so this, we'll take the last couple of chapters because Jake hasn't been here to discuss all of them with us. And they obviously all are encompassing the same couple things, right? Oh, okay. Jake, Luffy, Awakened so, is fruit. All right, yes. we're caught up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about um, last 1044 basically already. And that, that's not really my only critique is that that should have been two chapters. Like, because the Kozuki thing needed to happen before uh, that's fair. the yeah. reveal. And I, th- I feel like probably most people would think that anyone that has a problem with the whole magical reveal of 
uh, Luffy being the golden child. I I mean, like Oda gave enough hints it was going to happen at some point. It's yeah. it's literally like this entire it's thing a is a homage jump. to fucking what's it called? Well, it's um, not Monkey King. It's it, it you either like it or you don't. Uh, there's nothing else to be said on that yeah, topic, really. I, I don't up. think it's, it's yeah, a shonen power up. It's a power up, and he's not the only one with bullshit. I, I said this last week. He's not the only with bullshit powers in that world. Kaido and Big Mom were just born demonstrably strong for no fucking reason. I think yeah. I also made this white beard twenty two feet tall for no fucking reason. I made this justification in ten forty four, Jake, uh, of the the conversation between uh hiori not hiori yeah hiori and odin or uh and um whatever uh, the fuck orochi. orochi yeah orochi. and i when she mentions that after all the after all the crap that her dad went through he did it with a smile and i was like i wonder if that's kind of like it's justin brought up a point of like saying well odin was a failed uh joy boy. joy boy and i went i think that's the wrong word i think potential joy boy and like, all, the only the only i think there's a lot of people in one piece that potentially could have awakened joy boy they just didn't have the rubber fruit um and so i don't even think it's necessarily the fruit i mean like um i think it goes back to the whole like willa d and stuff is like you're i mean there's oh does like definitely dropping hints that there's like um a vi- uh con- consistent like personality trait that goes along the um uh the d and like everyone that has it is willing to laugh things off and then edward newgate is serious as hell <laughs> yes, yeah edward, he is um, but like you look at like i i was i was like do flamingo could be a potential joy boy and i think that's it adds like a layer to the dress rosa arc as well of oh like, yeah oh no, it's luffy I was, versus i was just thinking that because he's been, luffy you yeah know he's I mean? basically a corrupted version because like he could have yeah. easily gone the other way and he just learned the wrong lessons well, he's also yeah he's a potential he had, main, main I mean, character he, as well you know what i mean like he has the same backstory as basically sabo and luffy and yeah um, you know what is interesting and i didn't i this just clicked in my head now. I didn't think about it. So all of the zone fruits, um, you start to act like the animal that you are, even if it's like, and now normally sound like in a goofy way. I brought this up. I rewatched uh, Water 79's Lobby. The wolf and giraffe boy literally started acting like animals for no reason. And it's like, uh, y'all were so sick. And, and Oda's always done goofy. So it wasn't like a huge plot point necessarily because we just all, it's like, oh yeah, it's goofy. Like he's a werewolf. It's, it's like humor punk. It's yeah, it's- <laughs> anime. Animal anime humor, manga humor. <laughs> uh, but it matters Kaku a lot more. Doing a break dance slash is like my my primo <laughs> One Piece scene. Like when he's just doing a spin, and his long ass neck is like in the foreground, and he's just slashing everything. And that's his like big move. Oh, I will use that to sell One Piece, and I don't care if it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it matters a lot more for storytelling wise, is because. And my answer that I'm gonna I'm also gonna give why this gets totally shot in the ground. Um, so there's other people that clearly have like a similar demeanor to Luffy, but Luffy's demeanor is amplified by the fact of his own devil fruit has a personality that starts to reflect on him. Now, 
the clear obvious outlier is Sengoku is the least Buddha-like person ever. And he technically has a Buddha inside him and should be a lot more Zen. And he spends the entire series being angry, grumpy, and committing genocide. So until he retires, until yeah. he retires, then he don't even act like a Buddha. He just act, he just like literally takes guard. Yeah. So we like oh, it Garth was interesting. I'll do it now. It was interesting that they in the last chapter in ten forty four when they talk and we talked about this last week of the Navy hunting down these specific fruit or like and how like zone fruits are supposed to go to the people that like like that who the zone reveals himself to oh yeah but if you like steal the fruit that means the zone goes to someone that it doesn't necessarily pick mm-hmm. and then you get these kind of weird situations kind of like at cp9 where giraffe they're like i'm a giraffe. giraffe and like it's almost like there's a confusion with the fruit which i thought was like really interesting mm-hmm um it, that could very well be the case with sengoku where they got uh you know the mythic zone for buddha and then gave it to the fleet admiral no so i and, think that and was... and he was and the fruit was like well, i didn't pick this fucker but okay <laughs> i mean i wouldn't even be surprised if it wasn't just that it was like um they thought it could have been the gum fruit they were going after so um, I was thinking that too. Models and like, but I think the, I mean, like it's it's a it's a resource that you weaponize. So like they're the the government has like a reasonable goal to like uh, monopolize that as best as they can. I mean yeah. that's why it's it's such a shit show for the um, for Aces Fruit and why that's such a big deal. No, absolutely. And I would even go. Mm-hmm. Um, side thought of that is uh when matt because i i was kind of complaining i'm like not that cp9 doesn't have a serious place in the world and they probably scare legitimately 90 percent of the world but i was like if this is like your mythic fruit like i'm just i just wasn't totally behind the idea of who's who was supposed to be the guy guarding it but i also do think and i think he declined it but the same way yeah i think all of the fruits that the admirals have were stolen for the admiral like the world government got it and they were like we have this really strong guy let's oh, yeah. make Kizuru even crazier let's make Alkiji even crazier i i mean the the way cp0 gets their fruit so it only makes sense like At, yeah. I mean, they're, they're literally handed it to hand it to them as like here take this get stronger do your fucking job <laughs> well, yeah. well so guess who was supposed so, to get the gum gum fruit it was someone someone has it directly been stated well, no, who was on his way to go there uh, and oh, whose friend already ate a human human fruit and who's the two most infamous yeah, or I it was probably going to be Garp that was supposed to eat that it. was supposed to have it and they're that like holy sense. shit yeah. we'll have Nika, Buddha so M- Matt had a, a theory posted that like every human human fruit is theoretically a mythic zone because um, mm-hmm. Chopper is the other one and um, Matt's better at explaining it no longer but essentially it's the Greek god you said yeah so yeah. It, in Greek Greek myth you probably have seen this theory, Jake. Like in Greek mythology, Artemis's sigil is a is a deer, and she's the god of animals and nature and all that. But she she's also the god of the hunt, isn't she? Yeah, but like she's the so, god of nature. Like specifically, I, like if, when you type in like god of animals, it's Artemis pops up. So see, I think I don't think um, Odo will do that to Chopper just because his his whole thing isn't is like a clash against his animalistic nature 
Mm-hmm. So I think I think his fruit is specifically like the human human, and that's what gives him his intelligence. That that's what um, that's why like his biggest scene isn't him being a rampaging monster; it's him curing something. It's him. Oh, his biggest scene is him being a and rampaging think- monster. I'll fight you on that. You want to talk <laughs> I, about okay. scenes? It's what Sell we all want. On one piece. Yeah, motherfucker. It's, I, it's, I, it's, what, we want. it's I, what we want, and I I will say that I want him to be the big um, <laughs> scary monster. I do, Absolutely. but I mean, I, I think it's overall detrimental um, to the characterization and the work that Oda has done for him mm-hmm. to to re- to just completely re- like revert to that over and over. I think, no, I think, a- but in also One Piece fashion, there are ways to like turn things on their head. Like Buddha's big and powerful, but it's you know it's that's also more than that you know what i mean like i yeah. i could totally see him going like oh like artemis in one piece lore is the god of nature or whatever like zeus is literally a piece of big mob you know so <laughs> yeah. zeus and hera are like equal in power both lightning based and are a piece of big mom so i i can't i slash nami well not anymore uh yeah. well we'll see how this well oh, maybe I, I I just kind of go it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to go like oh like chopper ate a human human fruit and theoretically it was probably if a human had eaten it it would have given them like the ability to I don't know talk to animals or whatever I um I just want to stick by the idea that um humans had eaten it they didn't notice any difference didn't think it was a fr- devil fruit thought they got no powers then tried to swim died and it ended up in a forest the only <laughs> and that's reason, how chopper got it i was gonna say the <laughs> only reason though i i think this way is because of the line oh zone fruits are weird they they yeah, tend to do are. whatever they they pick their people for yeah. the and so i'm like oh that's really interesting that a reindeer found it so like maybe this fruit only reveals itself to like animals, animals. yeah, no, that's and that's cool. what that's why I'm like oh I'll, Artemis would be a really interesting thing. Now we have to ask the most important question: What if Luffy ate a rumble ball? Well, he. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Also, like the rumble ball does weird things to Chopper's fruit, and like, like Chopper makes the point of like his hybrid form. Uh, or his like he doesn't turn into a human he turns into like this beast thing and so he's his whole thing was like oh like when i go full human yeah i can walk on two feet but i'm bigfoot and i'm i look like a gorilla still and i look inhuman and it's really weird that like like when luchi can turn go full animal he turns into a leopard Mm -hmm. There is no differentiation between a leopard and what Lucci turns into. So I think I just think it's really interesting that Chopper's fruit is weird. No, there's well, definitely I won't put it past re- Oda to do something with his fruit. Um I like he can still be a doctor, but like I but I he think makes the, the idea balls. of like him protecting, like he literally protects uh like Zoe. And I'm like, oh, that's real. That'd be a really interesting like setup for Chopper. Like, hey, I might not be a fighter, but like, I can, 
I protect nature or something like that. I, I protect animals and I protect this. I'm the god of animals. No, that's totally fair. Like I like I said, there's a lot of things. Like, I always give the disclaimer with One Piece theories, just like um, to Oda leaving stuff open ended because yeah, when he's writing something, it's he gets the, and I think it's his personal joy of, oh, what would I do in this moment now? What would I do in the moment later? <clears throat> I don't want to close off either avenue completely. Like I might think, like Jake, think- you said, a lot of the arcs feel the same. Well, if Oda puts himself, quote unquote, in like the crew's shoes and has to think, okay, what would Luffy do in this situation? What would Zoro do in this situation? A lot of the characters of One Piece, especially the Straw Hats, are pretty linear in terms of what like their motives and how yeah. they act are. So they're going to do a lot of these same things. So yes, they can oh, come yeah. off no, similar, but the worlds themselves are very different. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't mean it in a as an overall criticism. It's just his writing style. And I think it's it's what probably keeps him alive. So yeah, that's, that helps I, like too. if you have like some consistency in what you're doing, that probably helps um, alleviate a whole lot of stress when it comes to writing. And I, I think we're also at the point where he's, he's thought of um, so much of this that I think there's probably a lot less room for open-endedness at this point where he's, probably just connecting dots now he's yeah i mean uh his editors have said flat out said like they know um, the ending ending. so i mean he he has all the major points in mind it's just the details getting to each uh, still gotta go to elbeth at some point i don't know if we do but at some point like did you that reminds the last island in the in uh in the new world uh, did you read the the manga adaption i sent you of ace's story no. Did I? No. I don't care about Ace. Ace is dead. <laughs> I also, I, I have a poster of Ace literally to the left of me. Um, I am someone who has definitely been more on the, the, the wagon of like, uh, like people give Sabo shit because he's like just Ace 2. Ace 1 wasn't really that great for like putting it all together. Like, he, and I got the poster. Ace looks cool as fuck. We all love fire powers. Yeah. But Ace really just did a lot wrong for. I mean, he's what? What's the um? What's the term used for it? Like, I think we've referenced like this kind of character before. The reason everything's wrong in the world. That's Ace. Oh, he's a catalyst. Yeah. Like, yeah. why is Whitebeard dead? Oh, because of Ace. Why is Blackbeard so crazy? Oh, because of Ace. Why is? <clears throat> excuse me. Why? I mean, but Blackbeard's planned crazy. I mean, he's planned crazy, but I mean, he, was he was also he, playing chess when everyone else was playing darts. Yeah, so <laughs> he was he was ahead of the curve. I mean, that's yeah. the whole reason he joined the Whitebeard Pirates is um, specifically because we of the, the the fruit policy. We yeah, he joined the Whitebeard Pirates. We think because of the fruit policy. We don't know. Well, he was a why. kid. I don't know if that was his original reason for joining the Whitebeard Pirates. That because I mean, his plan would literally have to know. His plan I've would have to be like, thirty plus years in the making. Yeah, and, but like you're you. But by the way, Justin, I don't know if you know this, but your your camera's all fuzzy. I I, I oh, do. Okay. It yeah. it resets after a couple minutes, but continue. There's a there's a theory out there that Zebek had his spirit put into his kid, and his kid was you know teach and so i like i've heard that theory is a a thing like and that's why his body's weird he doesn't sleep because 
it's essentially a Moria situation or, or like a a big he's, mom situation. I was yeah. gonna say he's just Gara. He's Gara. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could also say he's Gara with his dad screaming in his head <laughs> for like four years. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. Gara, like, oh, you fucking failure. Why? That's that's basically Gara. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Wait, shit, what, Gara's, you ta- Gara's, what are you talking Gara's about? It was his mom in the sand all along. Yeah. I know. He just had PTSD cried. from his dad. His mom was the only good thing in his life. Hold on. I got to take this. What do you want? There's no one there. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so with uh, Blackbeard's... And the Blackbeard's plan could totally be 30 years in the day. And I just kind of talk shit when I say, like, that would be a lot for him. I do think he's very... The that's, more, some like, fucking, that's some fucking uh, Naruto ending shit. Except- I've been waiting ten thousand years to resurrect Kaguya. <laughs> I, I'm really, I really don't think it'd be that way because I feel. I mean, there's no way Oda isn't aware of how upsetting the ending of Naruto was. And yeah, to- I mean, he, this, he eats ramen with this fool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, him and, and Kishimoto. There's are no, homies. there's no way a conversation wasn't had. Or at least an awkward silence wasn't held. <laughs> like, no, like, oh, so uh, how about her? You know, like, well, yeah, so I didn't think that was going to go over. I do like, think Blackbird, though, is ingenious in the most Oda way of ingenious that the arguably the smartest character in the series is this dumb looking fat bastard who is who does he he's the when you draw. And I'm, I'm going to get into my critique of this last chapter because I realized I thought it was cool the first time. I actually didn't love it the second time. But um, a lot of times when you have like big power-ups, big reveals, new characters, like we all kind of go for cool, right? Because cool is just always kind of worked. Um, I say this is Dragon Ball a lot. Dragon Ball is, I don't want to say piss poorly Rowan, but it's really, it's on the lower end in the grand scheme of things. But a lot of things look cool. So it gets away with a lot. If Super Saiyan looks cool, who gives a fuck if it narratively doesn't make that much sense? If the Spirit Bomb looks cool, who gives a fuck? So Blackbeard being the exact opposite of cool and the exact opposite of what you would think like a smart looking character would look like. And for him to be like the true evil genius, I think that's brilliant. The same way with Gear 5th, this is one of the, all argues one of the three or four most like awaited power-ups and shown in history. And one of the biggest reveals in Shonen history, and Homie turned Luffy into a Looney Tune, which I didn't actually love as much the second time seeing it as I did the first. I did not love I, Law's eyes popping out of his head. I was, I thought was, that was, I thought, okay, so I, I knew you weren't going to, and I saw that, and I was like, just oh, he did it once, and he was like, "This is so fucking cool!" And then he just, started, he just kept doing it because he, it's a, he's like, "I'm gonna do this every single time." He's I like, just, yeah, "Oh I'm my saying, god, I'm this like, is so fucking funny! I'm gonna do it again." Like, I Oda's a memer. This dude straight up memes, and like he's been memeing for a thousand and forty-five chapters, <laughs> and he was like, "You know what? Deal. I'm gonna fucking draw some Looney Tune shit." Until an editor goes, chill, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> because he wants, I, he wants to I'm hear fucking the Oda and I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> he, he wants a shonen jump editor to say the safe word because he wants, yeah. he wants to know he can do that to them. He wants to know He's, what his it's limitations are. Yeah. He's <laughs> just but, like, we, we, we don't, could you, too many eyes. And he's like, it's, 
it's part of the power. <laughs> you know what, what I do you mean? Want like, me to do? It's just, but I, it's part of his ability. But could you like not do that? Stylistically, I loved it on Luffy, and it was like cool because he's directly interacting with Kaido or directly interacting with the ground. It just got a little because One Piece already has signature faces. Like yeah. they already have like guys bulging out of your head, tongue all crazy. Like they have signature faces of One Piece. Mm-hmm. Like we just talked about Enel last week. Enel has it's a all, face that's already very, years old. It's already extremely cartoony. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So to go full on, let like Oda pulled up his 1969 Bugs Bunny Elmer Fudd tape and said, "All right, what Elmer do this year?" Like I'm waiting for Luffy to start running and his legs be behind him, and it's like, oh fuck, I that, forgot that. That kind of already happened. Like also like <laughs> Law's eyes popping out of his head. It's Law, the guy that's, that doesn't emote. Well, I think it's like, so fucking funny. I like, like the uh, no, I like I, the ridiculous him, nature him and, on Luffy because it fits. I did not love, and this is a this is a minor thing. This is not like I'm not trying to shit on as a whole i just did not love it on everybody's face and everybody's reaction like not everybody needs to do like it's so, so Zona telling me if this happened next to mary joie i would see the five elders who i've only yeah. seen in this dark panned room for yeah. 20 years that would be wonderful you, i would just go like like dog you're you're a crotchety old man you fuck you read you've read 1000 You've read one thousand. pop out of his head. You've read one thousand and forty-five chapters of One Piece, and now it's too cartoony. Chill I, the fuck out. Little... <laughs> that specifically. This is where I you draw the line. Love. No, I'm not this, drawing a line. This I love right the here. Otherwise, is where you draw I, the line. Yes, fuck you. One thousand and forty-five <laughs> chapters in, you're like, nah, I'm stop. I'm eyes, done reading as of the today. Eyes. Fuck the hours fuck and hours the of the eyes. Already <laughs> Um, no, this, it was, is, this is so like you're not the only one that had that issue like if you look at comments under the video on biz people are like ugh, you know what i mean and i'm like you've read a thousand and forty five chapters but it's it's the difference <laughs> and this in, is weird to you <laughs> no it's not it's not that it's i loved the fact it was unique to luffy like i said i came yeah, on here and i said i, I loved the hey, fact that his it's powers, his awakening I let him it, fucking do it. I loved, I loved, and I, I would say this program, has Justin. the most unique and interesting and best power scale we've ever seen with the bounty system being a reflection of your status slash your power level. And then we've got three characters now who have hit the top of world status. Whitebeard yeah. was the strongest man. Kaido was the strongest beast. And now Luffy has the most ridiculous power. Like it is done in such a clever way where I'm like, Oh, you figured it out. You figured out how to take. I always say Oda takes what a lot of guys fuck up at. Whereas like Dragon Ball made this power yeah. level system. And it's like, okay, this got ridiculous after 9,000. He did it once with CP9 where he said, I'm going to give you fuckers numbers. Never yeah, did. He did. Yeah. Because he like, it's the same thing with like, we talked last week about how uh, Kishimoto makes Madara drop a meteorite. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool fucking panel. And he and then the cold motherfucker goes, how about a second one? And he drops a bat. And then Oda was like, I can do that. And then he invents Fujitori, who does who who drops a meteor, and he and it's not as cool, but like it's still kind of funny. (laughs) Like it's like he uh yeah he he's been going so long he can mimic everybody. Oh absolutely, but and he's genuinely a fan, which is why it doesn't seem like he. No, yeah he everything about... he does is like it's like when people like 
make one piece references in their stuff um or in uh jujutsu kaisen when uh itadori goes oh man i wish i i i, I really want to know how to do a rasengan and then gojo goes you you can't do shit and he's like i'm never going to be able to do a, i'm never going to be able to go super sane i'm never going to be able to go bankai i'm never gonna like he just starts naming off all the fucking things it's just like it's a labor of love no a th- i a thousand can i percent. say something that i really liked about this chapter go for it i really like that luffy is still like luffy getting the power up doesn't automatically make him the like winner w- the winner i know he's still I they kind of went like, the same route as like because the law and kid perfect. well law and kid also just awakened their fruits and they were like holy shit this is killing me yeah. and like I like the idea that Luffy is also having to deal with that because he doesn't know how to use it well that's so that's narratively perfect in two regards yeah. a because like I said this balance of like strongest creature strongest man most ridiculous power as well as this is why Luffy being the special or chosen one isn't entirely true because Kaido has no nothing. We don't know anything yet about Kaido where it's like, oh, we know why he is this massive brick of can't die, but he's a massive brick of can't die, not only to the rest of the world, not only to himself. Luffy just unlocked a power that's 800 years old. And Kaido was like, I mean, he could hurt me now, but like, fuck. He's like, like yeah, he's still fuck. fighting him. Like, he's still. If on an even somewhat even playing field yeah like two chapters ago he was like i mean i'm glad you're not dead like i unlocked a power that scared the shit out of five old guys and now they have to change their black pants and kaido said oh well fuck i'm glad my last deck didn't fucking kill you because i killed that other motherfucker i, I gotta say like that, that like that was a, this chapter, that chapter was great because uh the two just like all right yeah i'm dead just do it like oh that was yeah. that, that was I, oh that was yeah. one of the um the better it was right when I was clowning on the CPs too. <laughs> no, that was I love like the nod from his homie who was like, hey and it, nigga, you did that. <laughs> yeah. And it, it happened you, so quick. Did it for a paycheck. Yeah, I expected that to be like at least another couple of chapters and like how long everything takes usually. So the fact that it happened right away was um very surprising. Now Kaido's quick. Every time Kaido swings his club, someone you no, the only I, person I, not I to meant die. from I meant from them telling him to interfere with the fight, and then it being same oh, chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that never happens. Kaido, not in one piece. Usually, Kaido, I think like swung, twenty pages or twenty chapters. He swung his club like six times. I think everybody but Luffy has died. No, and Big Mom, but he swung it on like two of his little henchmen when we first see him. He swings on the CP zero dude. Like he swung it on Kinemo. Like Kaido swings his club, and it's one of those. Uh, there's a there's an old joke that uh, every from Yu-Gi-Oh like every time Seto Kaiba smiles a dog dies. Well, every time Ka- Kaido fucking lifts his right arm up, someone's dead. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's I, the yeah. There's there's I like this chapter. I I thought it I was like too. A really I liked it. I thought it was really fun to see Luffy just like like you can't just like tell me it's the most ridiculous power in the world and then just have a serious fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Luffy getting hit in the face with the the mace, and then and then his head molding to the mace. I was like, (laughs) I was like, that's really really funny. It it's it's funny. Luffy taking Luffy, and then like at the same time, like getting. I really I smiled when I saw like Gum Gum Giant. 
Oh, that was great. I was like, that, yeah, was, hype. that, that was, was hype. Mad hype. I I'm really disappointed with the the translation. Oh, Gigante or whatever I think they said. Yeah, because that oh, man the went to Mexico was like, to be like, yeah, what do you like, call this? Like Gigi Monte or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, I actually like that way more than the giant because it was just it was different. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I feel that. I want that one back. I want he got, dude. He got. Um, what do you call it? Gum gum jump rope is that was that's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. No, well, so it good. was great because you got to see in real time, and this is one of those things that like you can never really tell, and maybe no one besides Oda is ever gonna know. Is it like hardcore narrative writing, or is it a funny joke that just accidentally paid off? We have all for 25 years just rolled with oh luffy's rubber so yeah i guess that makes sense he shoots blood through himself rubber i guess rubber doesn't burst okay cool i guess you can blow a fucking hole in your finger and and we're all like yeah. ah it's rubber cool no it's it is all based off like imagining uh you, you brought up last week matt he's like well he had to figure out how to beat this he's like well how do i beat a giant well i get a fist as big as a giant yeah that was his imagination forming and this fruit which once again you brush it off because it's like, oh, it's kind of funny. And that's one piece slash, I guess it kind of makes sense. But did yeah. Oda really have Nika all the way mapped out when homie first brought out second gear? No, I, I don't think so. Because I, imagine, you know, I really think he had to he learn did. how to fight. I, I really think he, had, maybe not like some specifics, but I really think he like, he knew like Luffy was going to get into this. Um, uh, I, I, he definitely knew at some point Luffy was going to like inflate his size and do the giant thing. Like there, there's just some yeah. aspects where there's no way he did it. Years, I was like, Oh, he knows he's going to go to five. Yeah. And then it's six. Yeah. There's no, there's out. no way. It's five's a good number. Just Dogs get that six gear. Cause you still, cause there's just so many parallels with, um, uh, the monkey King that like are just like out and out obvious. What's, first and foremost like the lightning resistance and then um that's the big one that's the, mm. him uh and like every like even if you've never even like it like read or like glimpsed at uh the monkey king like you know of it because it's prevalent in so many manga and you're like you see oh you, you see someone with a staff and it's growing dragon ball z Naruto. i was about to say are we are we referencing the same i keep seeing the monkey king theory i don't deep dive into it but are we talking about like sun wukong is that that it, I mean, it, it's been a, like a running thing where like L- Luffy is a parallel to Wukong. So Sun Wukong and Journey yeah. to the West. Yeah. Okay, because that's and, the that's like I get it, but I don't. But because I don't know, I just is this. I I'm not familiar with this story. I thought the Monkey King was just like something that popped up in Shonen. Now Sun now that. like like Sun Goku. Well, Sun Wukong, so Goku's character is the human version, well, sand version, but essentially human version of Sun Wukong. Like that is, and Journey to the West is the inspiration um, for Dragon Ball. But Sun Wukong is kind of in that realm of, he kind of has the bullshit quality of, he's just, he's he's essentially such a deity, you can kind of throw whatever you want in there. If you're like, yeah, Sun Wukong is 100 feet tall. Fuck yeah, he is. Like, yeah, he's got like the Kim Jong Un effect. It's like, yeah, this motherfucker be Tiger Woods at golf. Of course one, he did. One thing I think is very interesting is um, what what's uh, so Uranus um was a Titan. You say Uranus on this podcast? 
Jake, Jake's a, a man of culture. <laughs> I am not. So we say Uranus on the spot. Uranus. Oh, it, um, so he's he's a Titan and he's like the um, the mo- like largely affiliated with the sky and being able to change his uh, size. Yeah. Um, and then like also like um, there's like parallels to like lightning and stuff. So it, it feels more and more like this is it. This is the weapon. This is um, well, here, here's here. I'll, I'll but they haven't up. like outright said it. But I'll there's like you. so many things in common where I'm, it, it just feels like that. Like it has to be there. I'll throw you one better. Uh, there's a theory going around that dragon's fruit is also a mythic zone and that he's like a god of like weather storm yeah which because cool, cause like which would literally help. dragons control the weather in eastern yeah. mythology so uh, <laughs> it's yeah so i'm That's like uh it would, i wouldn't put it past it to be like oh the, maybe he has the we've, we've theorized that he has a fruit but what if he doesn't have a fruit and it's the ancient weapon i think he he probably has a fruit probably I mean, like, I don't. I don't think. I, like, I thought Luffy was just a rubber man, but because I, I don't. Out I don't think they would make the weapon. Man. I mean, like, what? What else would he be like? How would else would the storms be able to follow him so easily? Well, that's and, like, what I think makes it. Well, that might. Yeah, that could what, be. That could be what the the weapon is. Because you know, well, that, that's the, why I think it's a fruit. Because I mean, that's that's the established, uh, um, metric of power in in One Piece. So, like, what what else could it be? Uh, well, I actually think so. I'm gonna throw you the um, the reverse of not reverse of that, but the, the counterpoint essentially, right? Is you feel, we're used to powers, majority of powers being based off of fruit. Well, I think so. There's the OG one of the OG Uranus Uranus theories is that Roger had it on his ship, and when him and Shiki in Episode Zero um, when they fought, that was the big ass egg looking thing Roger had, and so. I think uh, that I could still be true. About. It's um, in uh, it's in episode zero. Yeah, it's Shiki and Roger, and Shiki says, "You got that. You got that. You have that weapon. We could take over the world with it. I have an armada. You got the weapon. Let's do it." And Roger says, "Suck my dick, kiss my ass." Talk and to then later. a storm magically appears and takes. Yeah, because because there's like a running theme in like all those on uh, all the Roger tales where it's like weather comes help him. Yeah, and I mean I wouldn't be surprised because it's it's like established lore that. Um, devil fruits uh, appear um, near where the the person holding them dies. So, Co- correct. But so this is... I mean, Dragon was at Roger's execution. Correct. So, like, I I wouldn't be surprised if um, it was originally Dragon's fruit. And I mean, that I think that's something that uh, Oda likes to do is he likes to have like um people inheritors but that aren't like direct so you have ace and not luffy like everyone thought forever mm-hmm. um who was uh, roger's son and now you have dragon gaining roger's power um and more or less luffy um inheriting roger's will yeah so and i think that that wouldn't be surprising to me at all um if that was the case i like the idea too that they they talk they talked about in the beginning of so 
I, I, I had this thought like before the big reveal with Luffy, they, that like Luffy, like Nika was the ancient weapon and it was the sun and Prometheus basically. And so they, I think Noah was the bones of the ancient, uh, of Pluton. And so like those three on a ship were like the big ancient weapons and then Prometheus got betrayed and all that. But it's interesting that you bring up weather because the Grand Line is this place that has been established to have weather that just makes no sense. And so it'd be really interesting if like the spirit of the Grand Line was an ancient weapon kind of like how being able to control uh sea kings uh yeah and that, is that's prometheus like something that can control the weather of the grand lion is and that's, that's why i fully think it could be a, a fruit with that power it could so, be a fruit but prometheus isn't a fruit that's, well, I was that's the only reason i'm like oh like maybe I mean, poseidon's not a fruit or Poseidon, excuse me, yeah. Okay. That, well, that's that what like, I think Dragon has. I think, so, and Jake wasn't on here for this, so I think I said in the text messages, we're like, where Matt and I started to think about, like, but what if during the Void Century, the actual origin of Devil Fruits were these people who had these powers, and when they died, the fruits came about as a part of their death, and this would be with the Great War, the world government, except certain powers. Mm-hmm. Poseidon is a reincarnated power established. So why would it not make sense for Uranus to be the same thing? And whatever it is, was Roger had it, but now Dragon has it. Because it Dragon also like... has to have a reason to be the most wanted man in the world. And if he's the only one that can either communicate or control this other power, Dragon might literally just pull up and he could honestly even hide Uranus by if Uranus is in the background and it has the power to control the weather, but the front man you see is white, or not white, the front man you see is dragon, you're going to think, oh, that's dragon's power. And these specific high-end things, like Uranus, like Poseidon, like Luffy's fruit, are not known to 99.9% of the world. Mm-hmm. Like I brought up during Marineford, why wouldn't send Goku or Garp well, we know why Garp, but like, why wouldn't it send Goku or one of the admirals kill Luffy on sight if they knew this was his power? Because they don't know. That is like five elder stars and above. Same kind of thing with Uranus. We are, well, yes, it technically could be a fruit, and it's really impossible to dismay if it is or not, because so many powers in this world are fruit-based. Except, yeah. and this is my only thing of it, is the ancient weapons. Pluton is blueprints. Um, um, give me one second. Text my so, Yeah. So is it is... is it canon that Rogers didn't have a fruit, or is it? Just... We have no idea. We don't if... know. And like for the longest time, I I'm inclined to go. He didn't. I my I my theory was play. so. There's a couple ways it could go. I I've said that one. He just flat out didn't. Two he had the gum gum fruit at one point and then in a fight against zebek zebek stole the fruit somehow like maybe he had the dark darkness and was able to steal it it would explain roger's illness 
so something I think it is interesting is that um, uh, Roger's ship, his uh, Jolly Roger, it has like clouds for the mustache. I don't. So I, I kind of feel where I know you're going, but I don't in one piece anymore. I don't like the, uh, the Jolly Roger theories because all the Jolly Rogers are weird. And I think if there's any part Oda takes Liberty and making jokes at it's that. Cause like, if you look yeah. at white bridge, Jolly Roger, like dog white bridge is still one of the funnier characters in design. Like they're like white yeah. beard, no beard, just a weird yeah. mustache. And it's like, <laughs> so I think the Jolly Roger, and like, there's a bunch of Blackbeard because Blackbeard has like a three-headed Jolly Roger. And it's like, ah, well, now it looks more like, well, well that that makes sense because it goes with um, his fruit. It will some, like, some like Yomi. Um, if he is him it, having the multiple fruits in him. Except no, now. No, because there's like, uh, or not Yomi, the, what's it called? The Yami Yami no Mi, the Dark Dark Fruit. Because um, oh, there's like something there's like a running theme where it's like three headed things or, or like hydras and stuff um, when it comes to like Japanese and like death lore. Have you read, have you read Blackbeard is really an octopus? <laughs> I haven't. I think I stay away from whatever that particular Reddit thread looks like. I, I'm good. <laughs> it's a, it's a, if you ever want to like laugh at human uh, for about humans for about 20 minutes it is a great read one piece on reddit is one of the more fascinating places on the internet uh, but that's why like blackbeard now though as soon as we get like this new revelation and this makes it so hard to give like legitimate theories of one piece because oda has so much in reserve still theoretically is now the new hot theory of blackbeard is like oh well he's the moon because if luffy has the sun deity blackbeard have the moon deity yeah. which i actually kind of well, work with I don't think Blackbird it's even the moon. The I mean, he's, he's literally fruit. like darkness and and the moon covers the sun. And oh, well, I don't think he's the moon. I mean, it's he's literal darkness, and Luffy's like sun god. So I mean, yeah. that that Luffy that is parallels that, though. That yeah, parallels Luffy is the light and present. He's the dark. Yeah. So well, like, I mean, they're already that's already a direct parallel. That, but Luffy I mean, hasn't been literally the ex, the exact sun outside of two weeks. Blackbeard has been darkness for how long ago was Marine Ford in real time? Ten yeah, years? but I mean, we're only, I mean. But like, you a, have to also look at the color parallel too. Like they reference that like Luffy's awakened form is like he has he's, he's literally shining and yeah. he's white, like just everything clad in white. And I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't matter if it's not a direct parallel, Yeah, but like it's the color parallel, you know what I mean? It's your no, yin and yang. But would you be shocked if Blackbird had a mythic if he had a mythic human fruit? Uh, I hope he doesn't. I like the idea of it uh, being a logia. I think it. I think it being a. Weird I don't think logia, it is a logia. It is. It is. He, I was wrong. I, I said the same thing because I. Fr- he says it's a logia, but like it works. It's weird, weird because it um, worked. Uh, oh, like yeah, we just like rubber. Kind of yeah. I but Blackbeard's like, yeah, though, but, to like be his fair, thing is like he's like I, I mean every, I don't take damage. Thinks, I'm darkness and like, but he can I, still get punched. Yeah, so that's, that's he takes like everything in. He takes which is something everything. that's established. He so, takes he he does not get a choice of like, um, and and Oda does actually. There's a really bitching um viewpoint of it when he does it at Marine Ford. Everybody's kind of tripping out except the Blackbeard pirates who all take steps back. 
because they can't he can't control what he's taking in it's just it's a black hole it's if you're close enough you go in and that's why him getting hit by a fist is him literally taking your fist in and he got nowhere to put it out because if he can't put it out immediately the um the exact description of his fruit uh is it's taken in and it's crushed because that's how black holes work uh too much gravity gets crushed but whatever remains he can still shoot back out which is why he takes damage because you can't just crush damage so him getting punched i had this theory like because i know justin was telling you've said that like oh like the other one has the other ancient weapon has to be a fruit because i thought it just makes sense and i was like well which fruit is a husk and it would be really interesting if the darkness darkness fruit was actually like the origin devil fruit and what it did is just like an attack on titan when homegirl dies uh spreads the power out uh the way it does i'm doing it i'm trying to be as vague as possible for our boy here um but i think justin gets that justin gets what i'm saying uh the same way that like rika is a husk of what rika was but is still powerful no i I get what you're saying i um, um I would honestly be very surprised if it stays a Logia. Because, like, he, he he called it a Logia. Everyone thought it was a Logia. And that's because that was what our understanding of the fruit system was. Yeah. Uh, everything, uh, everything like, ele- vaguely elemental was this. But, and that's what it had to be. Because um that's what makes sense but i mean we're not seeing him act like a traditional logia in retrospect and it's um i mean it doesn't seem like a normal logia in any real regard and given luffy's fruit i don't think it i think if anything going forward it'd be a big surprise if it's it still stays a logia i mean i i mean if it is i'm not surprised either way but if it i won't be surprised if it's yeah ends up being a of Parimentia or Zoan or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I think I'm going to kind of side with you on this one, Jake, because there's there was a chapter a few chapters ago, or maybe maybe it was even maybe it was even longer, but it was where Shanks goes to meet the, with the Gorosei, and he goes, we need to discuss this person. And if you if you track shanks throughout the whole story his whole thing is against blackbeard yeah so like i know there were things of like oh evil shanks theories and this this and that i don't believe in the evil shanks theory i think it's, it's I, don't, I don't it's i just dumb. don't think it makes sense you know it what doesn't I mean? make any sense whatsoever yeah. especially when his whole shtick is like blackbeard blackbeard is all it's all blackbeard and like the goro say we talked about like how well, why didn't the goro say do anything when luffy got the gum gum fruit and i'm like the goro say don't give a fuck this fruit hasn't awakened in 800 years it's not yeah. like the most over the top powerful fruit in the world it's just a ridiculous power that's really fucking annoying for them if it awakens the, all the all the goro say care about is the power structure in yeah. every every conversation they've ever every time it cuts to them they're like well what is this what does crocodile mean what does the defeat of crocodile mean for the power structure it should be fine we'll just fill in more shichibukai 
oh man, Kaido's about to get taken out. We need to yeah. t- take care of Luffy before the last bit of power structure goes away and the world does this. And <laughs> you know, because what what is the biggest concern of uh Kaido? Because I mean, objective like you'd think they would want Kaido to be taken care of, and like this is like yeah. prime time for them to swoop in because all the emperors are fucked up. But re- the reality is the yeah. emperors hold each other back. Well, the emperors are also... Because I'm, I'm they're all to... selfish assholes. Well, they're <laughs> they also, they also eat assholes. up all... They also eat up the pirates. So they're in a constant state of... Yeah. We saw this with the, uh, with the, uh, the worst generation. They got eaten up by these crews that are just literally just amassing power. And... Yeah. In response, you have the Marines uh, with Garp, Sengoku, Kong, the three admirals. Like, it's a really big deal that Aokiji left, and the Gorosei are like, this is fucked because this was the power structure. Another example of the power structure going AWOL, you know? Yeah. I'll give you two things real quick, Jake, and I'm curious on your uh, interest on them, or your takes on them. So, I do think, yes. Uh, to Matt's point, like the grossy can't much of a power structure, but the emperors have almost kind of been perfect for them. Um, as weird that, as it is, that, that's what I that's what I would say. Because like Whitebeard wanted a family, Kaido's been trying to kill himself. Big Mom realistically wasn't down to fuck with either of them until literally two months ago in that world. I could be off yeah. on that timeline a little bit, but I they're mean, all docile, they're all they're all humongous powers, and like, yes, if they ever decided to fight, it's terrifying. But someone like Luffy and someone like Shanks who are moving with a purpose are far more of a threat to them than as big of a power block as Kaido is. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that that's another thing that they, they deal with each other. They're not, um, they're not like singularly uh, purposed against the world's government, their purpose for themselves. And you, you see that in the, the Marine Ford arc, the wars ended when Shank shows up um and the only reason it didn't turn into more of a shit show was because he stopped kaido from coming um, yeah and and then they immediately see him show up and they're like all right yeah we're done we're done <laughs> no yeah <laughs> they do, they, because they they recognize like um look at what they dealt with with just one emperor. half dead emperor already like it, it it was gonna be a bad time uh with shanks there was no getting around that and I also to the, I'm sorry. Uh, especially with uh blackbeard still doing whatever the fuck he wanted so like it, no one wanted that yeah and to to kill the evil shanks theory which i've always kind of disliked anyway um um what do you call it uh is i brought up last week i think what shanks actually did is he gave luffy the ultimate sign of protection him putting the straw hat on Luffy's head prevented anybody that was now he's not going to stop like the people in the East blue. Cause like Arlong has no clue who Shanks is. Krieg has no clue who Shanks is. And even realistically, the someone new, like no, none of the new guard knows what that hat means. Yeah. But yeah. when it comes to Sengoku, the five elders, Kaido, yeah. like even Whitebeard, his immediate recognition of Luffy is, Oh, you're the fuck with the hat. Yeah. So like me, me a big one where he's like, why do you have that hat? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, and Mihawk, who could kill every single person on Baradier and end the series 30 years early, is like, oh, I'm hands off. 
yeah. because that hat was the ultimate sign of protection. Yeah. Because no one wanted to deal with, because if you killed Luffy there, Shanks was on your ass. And the yeah. last thing you needed at any given time was Shanks on your ass. Yeah, I also like the idea. I've had he was a, he was I his uh, jolly, he put his Jolly Roger on him like white beard. Yeah, and absolutely. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I thought it was interesting. Like, uh, I had this theory that like Mihawk was on Shanks's crew at one point, and then got to a certain point where he was like, "I just don't want to do. I'm not like pirating, and this whole thing is not me. I don't. I'm not interested." And so like. He leaves the crew and like that's one of the reasons why he's like he like knows shanks and is chill with like hanging out with shanks because it's like i'm not on your crew but like we're still, homies, still, friends, still you know homies, what yeah. i mean yeah i think um plus it like it, it, it adds like a layer to like he's like because they're supposed to be pirates and like he was a pirate at one point but what pirate is just hanging out on an island by himself yeah you know what i mean like, oh, my territory is literally just like an island full of monkeys and an abandoned kingdom. <laughs> like, I mean, technically, we don't know. That kingdom might have got abandoned once Mihawk pulled up. That might have that <laughs> yeah, right. been the 1 800 get the fuck out. Yeah, hey, it could have been something where he was like, I wish I hadn't done this. I'm just going to stay here. Like, and like, just stay here. I... No, yeah, it's, um, there's, like I said, the biggest thing with like One Piece theory crafting is there's just so many ways, so many angles you can go that there's no, without being literally in Oda's head or Oda himself, there's not a hundred percent way to know or confirm anything until like it just outright happens. Like we said, we've had Rubber Boy who's been rubber forever. Well, no, he's not really rubber. He is actually this human deity thing who he was rubber, maybe. Well, possibly. It was his imagine. His imagination was so strong, he turned himself into rubber. Yeah, like, which is a <laughs> that's a. I I think um, the island that Mihawk was on was like his home because there's a lot of. I mean, his name's literally Dracul, mm-hmm. um, and so there's a lot of parallels between like um, the original, uh, like uh, Dracula, um, like the basis for the myth. Um, like he's on this, like this. He's got this, about like, Vlad si- the Impaler. Yeah, like Mihawk was running his sword up someone's asshole. <laughs> uh, like I mean, he's literally in like this like desecrated kingdom. Yeah, um, I mean, he's and, definitely and that's, a, like that's a the vampire. basis for. Yeah, like oh, I mean, that's, like, that's, his, that's his like yeah. big motif. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't think Oda's done that for like nothing. I, no, I, really I don't ho- think so either. I, I just think like if you're gonna be a, they establish that like if you're a warlord. You're a pirate of notoriety. Well, that's that's what I think. Like maybe um, that's why Blackbeard was so weird because they were like, you know, who, what, what? You want a guy with a zero bounty to be a a warlord? warlord? Like, I what, think his uh. Well, I think he offered up his island. Well, he offered up Ace was the big one. No, I'm talking about uh, Mihawk. Oh no, I think so. I said this maybe two, three weeks ago. I think Mihawk is actually the OG warlord. Whenever he got tired of rolling around with Shanks is he went to the government and straight up said, hey, look, I clear X amount of people a year because I just get random challenges from dickheads who can't hold a stick to me. I am the greatest wanna, swordsman in the world. I want to chill. probably the bid. Yeah, I want to chill. Y'all don't really want to put the effort that it comes to capturing me. 
I will handle my part. Y'all leave me alone. Because Mihawk is, in essence, the best example of a warlord we've had. And, and Hancock's really close because she just holds her domain and her island so well. But Mihawk, is, he's going to clear out X amount of pirates. He's not going to fuck with anything the Navy's doing. And he just want to be left alone. And if they felt like they could really go get him, what better person to go get if you're the Navy if you know he's on this one island and you could just send three admirals at him one day? So, like, I think it worked perfectly for them. And then they based that structure off what Mihawk was doing. So that's why the warlords, while they're not the strongest, their reputations were all extremely noteworthy. Pirate Empress. Moria had essentially the Bermuda Triangle. Like, he was a scary pirate who was literally referenced as he used to fight Kaido. We've seen Moria. We've seen Kaido. Does anyone think that's a real fight? Um, so, like, what Mihawk did and established with the world government, they just went out and did with everything else. Um, and Blackbird also makes historical sense, which I think the cool thing about him being a warlord first is Blackbeard in England is the actual first warlord of the queen. Mm-hmm. He was a pirate who was allowed to kill other pirates and the queen didn't get him arrested. So I like the fact Blackbeard, even though it was for like a week, was actually a warlord. Yeah, I think that is cool. And I think Oda is enough of a history buff and a history nerd to be like, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, what else we got in 1045, you guys? This has been a great time, Jake. For you you got to get you more yeah. Mondays off, Dodd, that you could do this with us. <laughs> it's fun to get like the other perspectives and to get, um, because she's here too. I just spoil, she's she's still gonna watch it, she don't care about spoilers. Um, to get but to get like the other perspectives on chapters is because I think Matt and I are pretty like similar and like we know the way most of us take chapters in, the way we think about most things when it comes to One Piece, and so sometimes. Um, it's just good to add the third voice to be like, hey, what do you think about this chapter? Well, I think it was garbage. Why, Jake? Why do you think it was garbage? Because fuck <laughs> this chapter. I could have written one piece in 437 chapters and got the same damn motherfucking point across. I would I've have heard, had me down here in that. chapter 137. I have not said that. I would not. Do. <laughs> Don't put those filthy words in my mouth. <laughs> where, where I, I love One Piece because... Uh, I, I will never experience this again, nor do I want to. I never <laughs> want to I never want to read another one of these. A thousand percent. I like I said, um, are you guys familiar with Hajim Noopo? Yes. Yeah. Um it's I'm not very a hardcore long. reader, but it's yeah, man. Long. Every chapter right here. <laughs> What's little back to this week? And it's all boxing. <laughs> like there's no special powers. And I will fully admit, if if people like got to shoot elements from their bodies once in a while it liven things up but it's all very realistic no, your boy's like he lit his it's boxing a- glove kind of like lights on fire a little yeah, bit kind of lights his <laughs> fist on fire like I, I stopped reading around chapter 900 or something oh you're not you're not a real so, so oh i'm gonna get built back up <laughs> I, I need a backlog because we, week to week that one's even rougher it's yeah. not, not a great because i mean one piece at least right now, I think it's gone into such a good flow of things that so much is happening where I can I can read it week to week from now on and be happy. But like there has definitely been arcs in the past where it's just like Oh well uh, the, the bigger well that's oof. what the defense of One Piece to me always is is like if people hate the beginning of One Piece arcs, like that's just what makes the time. The, well that's what <laughs> makes the story though, because those those yes, they're they are obviously slow because of all the little things Oda wants to do to make the end like the end of Wano, which is 
like I said, Onigashima, which was a hundred chapters ago, supposed to go down an X amount of time. Um, like that's what makes these so fulfilling is because we had everything in the beginning. But yeah, the mm-hmm. beginnings are going to be slow because he is just jamming so much shit in there. And it's like you almost it's like a jar. And but um uh there's a there's a term for this. I'm gonna fuck this up, but it's like a dream jar, right? Like if you write a bunch of stuff on a paper, scrunch it up, throw it in a jar. And like one piece is pulling out all these little things and it's like, oh, yep, he did that. And oh, yep, he did that. But he's cramming them all those first 20 to 30 chapters of an arc. Like, especially now someone did, um, I just watched a video last week where he's like, the beginning of Wano or act one of Wano is longer than like all but three One Piece arcs. Yeah. And so, but because it's so long and I'm a firm, Matt's, Matt's heard me bitch. I love Dress Rosa. I hate majority of act two because there's so much tontata focus and the road up to doflamingo i'm not a fan of dress rose as a slog but i love can't wait to reread it as in (laughs) not a week-to-week format and be like it's actually pretty cool (laughs) no dress rose is amazing the only part about dress rosa that i think is still yet fully realized is because the armada was formed in dress rosa i think people read that and go oh I should know the whole armada when I don't think that was Oda's point. I think he just gave us the entry level. Like we got a deeper dive into Bartolomeo, Cavendish, some of those guys, but we'll get an even more fleshed out armada when it's time for them to come back. Yeah. But because they're a part of like, just Rosa, everyone's like, I want my answers now. I figured it was like, it was the first time he was like, I'm going to introduce characters uh, outside. I guess, I guess the first time it was the Paramount War. But, like, I'm going to introduce these characters and, like, they're going to have names, but, like, they're going to, like, we're not going to go farther than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Dressrosa was the first time he did that. And then it made, he, like, was able to experiment with it and be like, well, Cavendish is super interesting. What if we had the worst, he's the worst generation before the worst generation. Oh. Um, and- but, like, and then he went, well, let's do whole cake. And Whole Cake is literally like, here's Big Mom's crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't get anything on them because there's not they're not really, they're not really the focus. But damn, are they strong? <laughs> no, and that's what'll make whatever like Paramount War 2.0 is when it's Luffy versus the government or like wh- whatever the big throwdown that he said at the end is going to make Marine Ford look like a bitch. Yeah. As a reader, it's going to be. And I'm I'm a huge huge fan of Marine Ford. Like anybody that's like was willing to listen to me talk, like I have watched that several times. I've read it several Everyone, times. You can't. It's it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah. think about how much better it's going to be. Like Matt said, we didn't know any of the allies. Like they were all just names. It's like oh, yeah. oh look, it's bitch. I still from... don't know their names, but they, <laughs> like, I, I recognize them. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of names in One Piece. It's <laughs> number three from the New World, and random dude over here who I don't know how he made it to the New World, but I guess claw brothers made it like when it's actually the characters that we've had with us for this entire journey like that payoff is going to be yeah. crazy like and seeing, that's going to make every seeing, arc feel immensely better because that's where a lot of our closure is going to be in like you're going to really finish off storylines and i got at least oh it doesn't kill people but i got at least four people dying in whatever marine 4 2.0 is yeah, I don't I think, think any straw hats though, but I think we're gonna get some allies killed. Oh yeah, no, he Odo wouldn't kill any of those straw hats. You gotta hedge you one. Straw hats off. have to like meet their dream and like 
that, that that's the whole thing the the only the only straw hat that it makes sense to die is brooks <laughs> that's i mean nah because brooks has to find brooke has to find laboon that's his that's oh his yeah I, I i i see this going brooke hanging out like brooke's final page is going to be him inside laboon drinking tea with uh crocus and that's like where he ends up yeah uh, i see that for closure that that's how that's how brooke's story ends well that, that's what i mean like then you're gonna see like his soul float away or something i think i think like he's the only one where it makes sense where you see you can oda can get away with like a, a nice little passing away thing for him like he goes to rest everyone else like there's no way Oh no! See, I would, I would, from a fan service moment, I would disagree. And this is my last thing before I get out of here. Um, I'm just on hour 15, and I am burnt out for the day. What are you um, talking about the <laughs> final scene for Brooke? That would be really cool. I'm not saying this happens, but this would be a really cool fan service moment. Is Brooke literally telling the story of the Straw Hats, and you get to see every single oh, tombstone yeah. with like the signature? Because Brooke technically doesn't have like a normal lifespan obviously it's like everybody else is still human theoretically right so you would expect yeah that's what i mean i mean like i don't i don't expect him to die but i think he's the only one who we could get away with an on-screen death everyone else no way oh yeah he'll be playing his little violin and you'll see like the swords the straw hat you'll see the weather tool this the the bow and him just being like man those are great times and then he just took tucks his fucking head back head falls off and it's like and that is Soda the story bottle of the straw Frankie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like they could have similar to like that scene with, and it's not as impactful because we just don't know those characters as well. I mean, for some people it is, but I already stated my case on Ace for like the Sabo Whitebeard and Sabo being at the memorial for like Ace and Whitebeard. If like if that's your shit and those are your characters, even though it's really only two characters standing there, like that's a that'd be a bitching scene or a last panel for um one piece and that could be years off into the future because uh like i said brooke could live as a skeleton theoretically still he's 200 or something whereas luffy would still argue like okay he's a normal person he'll die between zero to 100 nami's a regular person she'll die before like zoro zoro should be dead zoro might be dead we've gone three chapters just ignored the fact zoro's possibly dead um nah but with, with with that being said Thank you, Jake, so much for coming on. Like I said, whenever yeah, you got time on Mondays, too. dog, you always welcome here. It's always good to talk. Go back to your fucking third vacation home on your little beach island over there. Oh. Isn't it beautiful? I'm going to go just walk in now. Just- <laughs> <laughs> hey, with that being said, um, at I talk line 980, at Shadow Riley. Jake, you got a Twitter, Instagram you want to promote? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, go sign up on Patreon if you want to be an AMR. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Peace out, dude.